0: Hey, welcome to Church Alive. Our mission is to reach, teach, and empower people to impact their generation for Christ. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the message. I want to thank you uh, as, as a nation for helping Australia uh, with these recent bushfires. Uh, I'd been away uh, till late last year, uh, December, middle of December, came back, and it seemed like Australia was on fire. And maybe some of you've seen some of the coverage that has gone through on social media, or on the even some of your news stations have featured it. And uh, and you guys sent lots of firefighters down to help our guys. We've actually uh, our our Prime Minister Scott Morrison has has called out the military, so we've got something like six thousand uh, military people on the ground helping uh, all over the place. The great news is that just last week. Um, a couple of days ago, we had kind of monsoonal rain, uh, and we hadn't had rain for a long time. We were in one of the worst droughts in our history. Uh, there was a whole lot of uh, undergrowth that hadn't been burnt off like has been happening even with our Indigenous Australians for thousands of years, and uh, that'll change, believe me, over the next season. So, And the weather, like 110 degrees, 50 mile an hour winds, uh, it was just a, a perfect storm. And uh, In fact, where Anthony is originally from, uh, Pastor Anthony, uh, just kind of an hour south is where some of the worst fires were, from there right down to the Victorian border. So I just want to say a big thank you. The, the friendship, I think, for Australia and, and the US has probably never been stronger. Uh, again, I know our Prime Minister is a, you know, has, has built great relationships, not being political here, but uh, with your President and Vice President, and uh, we are, we're certainly uh, very, very grateful for that. If I'm looking refreshed, I should be, though I did fly from Australia last night. I've just come off a cruise with our kids and grandkids. I feel like I've been celebrating my birthday for uh, about two weeks. And, uh, and I'll be here for another uh, week or so, so I might uh, celebrate it for another week uh, in, in North Jersey. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, it, it, is, it is a time when you start to reflect a little bit. I, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted for you. Uh, we, all the churches we have the privilege of coming alongside and all the leaders, there is literally no other church that we work with. Uh, and obviously, there's lots of churches we don't work with that has experienced the, the strength of health and growth that you have over the last 18 months. And, uh, and, and, and that, that gets me excited, honestly, you you know your pastors if you've been around for any. It's not about numbers per se, but every number is a is a person, yeah. and represents a family, yeah. and uh, and so what God is doing. If God is breathing on the church with a double uh, increase, what is and He's planted you here. What does that say more strongly than by, than by implication? Expressly, what does that say about God's heart for you? Yeah. And I love this this notion of breaking through. It's not just breakthrough because it's not just an event. It's not just when I, I was musing over uh, breakthrough and breaking through on the way over on the uh, on the aircraft, and uh, and I thought, well, what is that about? What do we want to break through for? Bra- breaking through implies that there's something to break through. <laughs> right. yeah. That uh, as, as uh, I think John or one of the guys on the, uh, on the video clip said during the service, uh, you, 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 you're stuck. And sometimes you don't realize you're stuck. Yeah. But you get around an environment that is breaking through and it does do something. It brings a challenge on the inside. On. You're engaging right now. In a, a bunch of days, I don't know how many days of prayer and fasting, and uh, and just before I actually hook into my message proper, um, I, I just thought if I can, Pastor Anthony, just to really amplify, um, just just the power of of fasting. Why why you why you want to bother? This is kind of just a little prelude to my message, but um, fasting with pr- prayer and fasting it actually helps release you to breaking through. Yeah. Yeah. Like it really does. Um, in, the, in the scripture, the Bible says that Jesus had been praying and fasting and the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness and, uh, and he was tested by the devil. The Bible says he came out of the wilderness in the power of the Holy Spirit. Something happened in him. Yeah. No, in him. It wasn't just circumstance. The thing that manifests for you about the need for breaking through might be a marriage, but it's not about your marriage. It might be your job, but it's not about your job. It might be what's going on in your mind, but it's not about that. It might be the call of God ministry wise on your life, but it's not about that. At the end of the day... All breaking through externally happens with a breaking out internally. Yes. Uh, I, you know, I, I, love, I love what Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 2. He says that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And then he, he goes on and talks about great and precious promises that almost operate like a weapon for us. So, so when you fast, you peel away a lot of the distractions, a lot of the junk yeah. around you, yeah. and, you and, and you open your heart up to a fresh divine connection. The Bible says that, that, that you touch the divine nature in that regard, 2 Peter chapter 1, I think, verse 4. And, and there's something about the divine nature is always about breaking through. We're the ones that settle down. Sometimes the bondage that we know is more comfortable than the freedom that we don't know. It's one of the reasons people don't change. The the bondage, well, at least I know this. I've kind of become, it's a bit of a security blanket. That victim thing you spoke about, Pastor Anthony. It's like, it's like we, we, it's a snuggie. It's like, it's not, I know it's not great and it does hurt me and affect me, but I don't know what freedom feels like. And so I'm more comfortable staying in this bondage on this side of breaking through. Yeah, good. God has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. He wants you to grab a hold of the exceeding great and precious promises that he has for you in order to use them as a weapon in your breaking through. Yeah. Paul also, Paul says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, it's a, a scripture that if you've been around any length of time, you would have heard quoted at some stage. It says, it says God is able to do exceeding abundantly yeah. above. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, it's tautology to the max. You know, exceeding abundantly. The word "exceeding" means "hoop" is is the word "hooper" in the Greek. Abundantly is the word "hooper." So it's got It's like you know. Imagine God is is downloading this word to Paul by the Holy Spirit, and uh, you know, exceeding. It's like hooper. Uh, I want more. I want more. Hooper hooper. Hooper hooper. God wanted to make so certain that you understood that he's able to do a hooper hooper exceeding abundantly above everything yeah. you ever pray everything you can ever conceive in your mind yeah. Now, but here's the kicker it says all of that's possible according to the power that's working in you so good. Yeah. and fasting will help release that power Fasting also releases God's call. In Acts chapter 13 and verse 2, it releases the call of God in our lives. Um, if, if, when, when It says they were ministering to the Lord and fasting. They were in touch with God. The Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. You, you you have a call of God. You know that, don't you? There's not a person in this room that isn't called by God. Now, you may not all called to be to do what I'm doing right now. But, but nonetheless, God, before the foundations of the world, has chosen you. Yeah. You have yeah. been chosen. <laughs> He's chosen you yeah. for a time such as this to yeah. touch and shift. A generation that so desperately needs to know there's a God in heaven that cares, (laughs) and so and so I think you're doing you're fasting from you know daylight hours from morning till evening or whatever, but uh, and you say, well, hang on a minute, that freaks me out. That's weird, man. Well, well, it's not weird, and 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 frankly, if you're brand new and so forth, it's not a compulsory thing. It doesn't work like that. It's an opportunity for you to lean in and maybe step into some turf that you've never yeah. set, set your foot on before. Yeah. It, it, it'll release something of the power of God. It'll release the call of God. And thirdly, it actually enlarges our capacity. Uh, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, You are ch- a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Nations were changed on the back of men and women getting desperate before God. We understand that we are born again as an act of God's grace. We did not deserve it. But but we, we pushed toward our destiny with sowing and reaping. So, so, so God, John Knox For example, constantly carried the burden for his land. He had to hide from Queen Mary at the time. This is historic. It says when his wife pleaded him to get some sleep, he said, how can I sleep when my land is not saved? It's reported that Knox would often pray all night in agonizing tones, God, give me Scotland or I die. And God shook Scotland and gave it to him. There was an incredible revival at that time. John Hyde, they call him Praying Hyde, um, which is called the Apostle of Intercession for India, and, and would, would spend night after night. Y- you say, that? how can anyone do that? You're right. It's a supernatural thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the, there are people here, and even as I'm speaking this, something's rising Come within on. you yeah. of a desire to be extraordinary, yeah. to be yeah. abnormal yeah. <laughs> in one sense. To not just play the game. Wow. But 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 why would not? These guys were sitting in a service like this at some stage. John Hyde was there as a younger man, I guess, and heard maybe a word like this, and God sowed something in his heart, and he said, I'm not going to just let that go. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to do something about it. Come on. Fast, this season of fasting is going to unlock for some of Come you. Just such a powerful, that Jonathan Edwards had not eaten a morsel of food or closed his eyes in sleep for three days. Over and over again, he cried, oh God, give me New England, give me New England. Because of his total devotion to Jesus, there was something that happened. He presided over the greatest revival in American history. Fasting for the purpose of seeking God will be rewarded. It's not a hunger strike. So I'm not eating. <laughs> not eating until I turn sideways and stick up my tongue and look like a zipper. <laughs> it, it, it's this beautiful connection of I desire to put aside the things that would encumber me. Come with me to John chapter 8. Hopefully that's helpful and, and, and will will really ha- cause a hunger to rise in some of you to really push in to this season and not miss the opportunity that's being afforded you John chapter 8 verse 23 says he said to them you are from above from beneath I am from above you are of this world I am not of this world I love what Eugene Peterson says in the message version Um uh, which is just another translation. It's kind of contemporary language. I, I reckon I reckon Eugene, he was Canadian, but he's got a bit of Aussie in him there somewhere. <laughs> it says, Jesus said, you're tied down to the mundane. How, how many have ever felt tied down to the mundane? Yeah. Just the workaday job kind of, you're tied down to the mundane. He says, but I'm in touch with what is beyond wow. your horizons. So you live in terms of what you see and touch. I'm living on other terms, wow. God says that destiny you have, I'm already there. Wow. I, I'm actually, and and if and if you can, and this season will do this for many of you, open your eyes to the God possibilities, so that so that you won't be limited. The enemy loves to limit. Yes. The enemy loves to speak over you. You can't. Yep you won't, you should not. And God says, you can, you will. God's heart is for you and I to bust through those limits, but it's not about your husband or wife, them getting their act together. I remember Valerie and I in our first year or two of marriage, it was pretty rough to be honest. Um, And she would say the same thing. Um, no, she was rough. We were, we, were, we were two pretty stubborn people. And, uh, and we would fight a lot. And uh, to be honest, after the, about six months, I thought we were toast. Is that communicating? I, I thought we were done. I thought we were done. I thought we were over. Exit stage, less snaggle push. You right there? That really. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, and we, we actually got two people over to our house in one week to try and fix us. And I thought, oh, I always believe in a backup plan, right? <laughs> so I had one over on Tuesday, one over on Thursday. And, uh, and, and, and she was like, no, we're right, we're right. And, and she'd had a marriage that, that had broken down uh, as a younger girl. And, uh, and so she was kind of in full-on denial. I knew it wasn't right to be screaming at each other uh, a lot during the day and night. And I thought, this is not probably the life we've signed up for here. And to be honest, both of the couples that came over were, were pretty useless. They, they didn't really help us all that much. <laughs> i got to be honest. You know, they were, one of them, in fact, had the biggest fight they'd ever had over to our house. So they walked through the door and you could cut the air with a knife. <laughs> but in the midst of all of that, I felt the Holy Spirit just prompt me and say, this is not an external thing. Some of you are looking for a breakthrough in your marriage it's not about externals That's right. yeah. um, you know we've had and, and it's a constant I love the breaking through it's a constant thing just recently I realized Valerie and I were really not praying together all that much and we pretty much prayed together every day for the last six six months or so and it has again revolutionized our marriage yeah. and the, the, the solution God gave us was when we come to that moment of angst. You know, when you can feel the temperature rising. (laughs) And one of you gets a bit ornery. Uh, He said, what what I want you to do is grab the hand, the one that's best able to at that moment, grab the hand of the other one, go into the bedroom and kneel down beside the bed. And just say, God, we've got nothing. We don't know what to do. We're messing this up. Can you please help us? And no word of a lie. Every single time, the burden would lift the anxiety. Yeah, it didn't give us in that moment all of the answers and it wasn't like, you know, it's all good. Fairy dust. But by the grace of God, we're approaching 37 years of marriage. And the breakthrough you're seeking comes from a breaking out of the inside. It's a a getting a grip on the promise of God for you. I remember walking um, uh, as a a younger man. And some of you know our story. We would had a teenage pregnancy, not Valerie and I, myself and another lady. We'd been going for 18 months and uh, the the, the relationship felt terribly apart. I never saw the child. And it was a day that I was the lowest I'd ever been. It was probably, talk about victim, I was walking through the inner city streets of Sydney and I felt like I was in a movie, my movie. And I could have done something really stupid that day. I could have literally thrown myself in front of a truck. we all had those days, huh? And, and, and God so gloriously in that moment, he came and met me. And and you know, initially I went back to my Roman Catholic, my Catholic roots, and was there. And I, and I thought the answer was if I can get in church, and, and 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 answer up really big in the service. So you know, for those of the Catholic background or even a high church angler, you know, the Lord be with you, and your response is, awesome. the Lord. With you. "Whoa, come yeah. on!" <laughs> Got a bunch of tykes here. Come on! <laughs> But I would not just go and also with you. I would go, the Lord be with you. And also with you! <laughs> How many know that doesn't wash in your average Catholic church? <laughs> you know, I had little old ladies looking around. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it, right? I thought if I did it, if I knelt really extra hard on the knees... And I, and I yelled out extra. And the Lord be with you. And I took three hosts for communion, not just one. That would be the answer. I was kind of using religion as a trinket, hoping for breakthrough. And then came Jesus. Then came Jesus. The answer for your breaking through, for your circumstances, Happens as a result of a breaking out on the inside. Yeah, so good. 2 Samuel chapter 5. I might preach it a minute. This is fun. Man, best remedy for jet lag yet. So the story goes that it says, the, the, verse, verse 18, the Philistines who, who went, also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. That word refAM literally means giants, the valley of the giants. And, and some of us, that we feel like we're in the valley of giants. Feel like there's a giant in the marketplace that's opposing us. and might be a boss. Feel like there's a giant in our marriage. And <laughs> it feels like it's your spouse, but it's actually not your spouse, as <laughs> you've already seen. It feels like there's a giant in your emotional uh, health. It feels like there's a giant with... One of your kids that's estranged right now. I feel like there's a giant in terms of a ministry call that maybe you've had for many years, and you feel like, man, I missed it. And so we understand that ballet giant. And David, it says, in quiet of the Lord, the external breakthrough always has an internal ideology and origin. Quiet of the Lord and says, Shall I go up against the Philistines? And and who will deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. And so David went to Baal Perazim. <laughs> Note this. David had a problem. The enemy were arrayed against him in the Valley of Giants. The first thing did, David did, seeking the external breakthrough against his enemy, was to go to God in prayer and understand that it was an internal outcome or an internal solution was the key to the external outcome. He went to Baal The word Baalperazim literally means Lord of the breakthrough. Yeah. He, he defeated them there and said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Paul picks this thought up in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and, and verse 11 and says, uh, o, o Corinthians... We have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You're not restricted by us. You're restricted by your own affections. Again, the fasting thing, when you allow the, the natural fleshly desires, when you push them down, it's amazing your spiritual sensitivity goes to an entire new, 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 uh, new level. Uh, again, the message translation, I love this. Um, it says, Dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide, open, spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. (laughs) I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives. Live openly and expansively. He also says to the Romans, in Romans chapter two, 12, verse 2, it says, Do not be conformed to this world's thinking. Literally, that, 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 the definition of that or the, the, the unpacking of that is Do not be squeezed into the mold of a life smaller than God has for you, wow. but be transformed. Anyone ever heard the word transform around here? <laughs> be transformed. By the renewing of your mind. In other words, come into that space that God has for you. All of us know what it is to battle the nemesis of containment. These next 30 or 40 days, whatever it is, 21 days? We'll see... The breaking out internally to see the breakthrough of the containment that's been frustrating. I prophesy that over you this morning. All, we all understand the nemesis of containment in our marriage. We all understand the nemesis of containment in our finances, in our physical health, in, 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 with our kids, in our, in our mental health. But God is wanting to bring breakthrough from that situation you know they, uh, they 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 say that shark this is a true story sharks you can catch them as a as a young baby shark and if you'll put that shark in a in a, a a pond or a goldfish bowl it will only grow it can be a fully developed shark to the size of the of the environment yeah. <laughs> so many of us because we get stuck in the mundane and we get caught up in all of the little details, we allow our world to shrink when actually you've been tagged by the God of all of the universe. He says, I don't want you swimming around a goldfish bowl. I've got an ocean of promises for you. So lift up your eyes, look to the hills. That's where your help is gonna come from. God is the God of breaking through as you allow Him to be breaking out on the inside. So good. So good. God, God calls us to, to break through faith boundaries. Yeah. God calls us to break through faith boundaries. When, when God was allocating land uh, in the Old Testament, um, there's, a, there's a particular chapter uh, in, in uh, Joshua 15, where every second line, it seems, you know, and I want you to bust through this boundary and border and boundary and border and the border of this and the boundary of that. You see, every new bit of land that you take possession of necessitates you busting through a boundary or a border that is there. And I, here's, I promise you, that will not always be comfortable. <laughs> my little granddaughter, Aubrey, she actually, uh, and I promised her that I would take this. Here it is. I promise, I'll put, it, I'll put it by my bed. This is a little drawing, a little card that she did for Papa. She's, she's 26. No, no, she's three. <laughs> she's three. And... Uh, and she was, she was, so this is my little card that I put alongside my bed so I could pray for Aubrey and my grandkids each night. And, uh, but she was, she was colouring in. And, you know, she was, as, as a three-year-old, it was going everywhere. And she said, you know, mummy, I, I, I know I should colour inside the lines. But sometimes you just got to colour outside the lines. <laughs> Have I got any colorers outside the lines here? Have I, got, have I got any people here whose desire it is to push the limits of God's plan and purpose and promise over your life? God's calling you to break through faith boundaries. Every new dimension will always encounter opposition. My friend uh, Rod Plummer in Japan, he, uh, he he's always say, new level, new devil. The enemy is not going to let you take ground without a fight, and that's again. If I can come back to the prayer and fasting, that that if you what would happen? What would happen if you said, "I'm going to be at every prayer meeting for the rest of the month"? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not telling you got to do that, because that's not the spirit around here. What would happen? Rather than just like, "Yeah, I think I can go, probably go to one a week." <laughs> <laughs> will that, is, is that okay? Will that, will that, I'll show the face, you know. I'll swan in ten minutes after the start, swan out after about fifteen, have a little shunda bunder, and I'll be off the work. <laughs> what if? What if see see if you want a different outcome you've got to sow a different seed. Wow, so good. And for some of you, that that would do you the world of good. Set your alarm. Oh, what time's the, the morning prayer meeting? Six. 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 So, so set your alarm at quarter to six, get up. We don't care if you've you know, got sleepy dust in your eyes and your hair's bed Or hair It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jesus is not up there going, uh, Gabriel, did you see that one? <laughs> <laughs> Please, have a shower, will you? <laughs> then we'll hear your prayer. God wants your heart, not your hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so new faith steps always cross existing borders. New territory is supposed to feel new and there's often wow. a wrestle with fear. Let me say it again. So Receiving new harvest requires sowing at new levels. So good. The, um, the build is coming up. It's a wonderful opportunity to sow at another level. The, the, the God, you, you look around, you've got another, ser- another service you'll need sometime. The, the next service is even more crowded than this and the, the third one's starting to catch up. So, so you can't. You, you, that, that's going to be a containment thing for you, um, and, and and some of you that are that are that are just started, just hooked in. Uh, can, can you give me a give me a, a G? I'd like to sing this next bit if I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, just joking. Oh, <laughs> She's like ooh, <laughs> karaoke, <laughs> karaoke, altar call. So, so, so some of you just started. And currently, in a sense, are pillows in the house of God. You're kind of there. You're 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 asleep, but your eyes are open. It's all good. Um, but but over this next season, you'll go from pillow to pillar. Wow, so okay. good. Because what what God's doing here, He will need people that are so passionate about what God has got in this next season. Thirdly, and finally, position yourself for internal breakout for the breakthrough in 1 Samuel we read a story about about Samuel getting a victory seeking God again the internal bringing the external crying out to God God gave them an amazing victory and uh, and so much so that he, 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 he he set up a stone and he called it the Ebenezer stone you can read this yourself in 1 Samuel chapter 7 I'll just tell you the story. And the Ebenezer Stone was between Mizpah and Shen. Mizpah speaks of watchtower. Great time of year to be talking about watchtower. It's the vision, it's God's personal vision for you. God's got a vision for Church Alive, but He's also got a vision for you personally. Watchtower. And Shen means the, 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 the precipice or the edge. God wants you to, to be living in this next 12 months on the edge of His heart for you, on the edge of His promises, on the edge of revival on the inside. And right in the middle is Ebenezer. And the literally it means the stone of helps. And Samuel said, he says, For thus far the Lord has helped me. You see, faith, the Bible says, comes from hearing and hearing by the Word of God, but it doesn't only come by the Word of God. That's not heresy, I'll explain. You see, God in His grace adds victory to victory and your trust in Him forms a new level of a foundation for your future faith. If God had never come through for you with anything, it would be difficult to believe that in the future that He can. So the whole Ebenezer Stone idea thus far the Lord has helped me it's not just saying thus far the Lord has helped me it's saying the same God that's helped me in the past the same God that's helped you to get here will continue to help you church alive you as an individual in your family in your business in your ministry Let's all stand. The greatest breakthrough that can happen happened for me 37 years ago, where as a young man, arrogant, thought I had it all together, knowing in one sense there were bits falling apart on the inside, I reached out to Jesus. I stopped trying (laughs) to do it my own way. I stopped trying to. To, to do my own breakthrough thing, my self improvement, and I sur- surrendered my heart to Jesus. All over this place, there's people, and if you're honest with yourself, like I tried to, you're going through the motions. You've got a bit of an understanding that, you know, Jesus has done it all, but then I'll try and do it the rest. Today, today, for people all over this place, the Spirit of God is going to open your heart and your eyes. And today, you're going to make a decision to say, Jesus, I want you to be number one in my life. For some of you, you prayed that prayer some time ago. And if you're honest with yourself and honest with God, it's pointless being anything other than that because He sees right into your heart. You've slipped. You've moved away. It's tough. It's, there's a striving that's happening. From the front to the back on either side, close your eyes right across the house. Say, Michael, that's me you're talking to. Today, today, I know, even as you're saying this, the Holy Spirit's whispering on the inside, he's talking to you. I'm going to count to three. When I hit three, everyone here that says, Michael, pray for me. I need to get my life right with Jesus. Or I need to come back into that sweet spot that I know God wants me to dwell. One, Jesus Christ died that you and I might have life. He took your sin and mine on the cross, which is the only impediment between you and a perfect relationship with the Father. Two, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. When you hear His voice, listen. When He whispers to you, when there's that sense of knowing, don't harden your heart. Don't diss Him, but respond to Him. Here I go. When I I say three right across the house, you say, Michael, pray for me. I want you to confidently and boldly lift your hand just long enough and high enough for me to acknowledge it then you can put it down again then we're going to take a moment just to do some business with God if that's you right now you say Michael that's me pray for me I need to get my life right with Christ I need to come back into that sweet spot that I know God wants me to dwell if that's you right now lift your hand all over the house three all over the place many many hands yes God bless you God bless you there yes 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 just keep it up yep God bless you, right at the back there. Yep, 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 yep. Yes, 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 yes. God bless you, lovely lady over there, sir. Yep, yep. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Church alive. Can we, can we just really, come on, really encourage those people that are, come on, that are. We're nearly done. We're nearly done. But I want us all pray a prayer, particularly those 20 or so people that raised your hand. This is a very special day. Whether this is something that you've done, this, you're doing this again or for the first time, we, we we so want to encourage you. You're a champion in the, in the heart of God. You're opening your heart up to a, a whole fresh dimension. 2020, eyes open with more than just vision for the road ahead. God's going to give you a vision for your destiny and your calling and your family in Jesus' name. Come on, let's all pray this prayer together. Dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father come on, dear Heavenly Father, dear Heavenly Father. I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. I, right I acknowledge my need of you. My need from my heart, from my with my mouth, my mouth, I confess you as my Lord and Saviour. Lord Jesus, Would you help me, through the power of your Holy Spirit, to see the internal breakout, to see the external breakthrough. And with the help of your Spirit, help me to live every day to please you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, thank God.